Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the Internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome everyone to Domain Masters. I'm Victor Phipps and I'm sitting in for Monty Tanya, regular host, while Monty is away on vacation. Uh, tonight we're going to be joined by Dermot O'Brien, uh, who is a professional who's worn many hats. His career began in advertising and marketing, uh, where he's done everything from media buying to large-scale brand management. In 1997, Dermot founded an internet startup, Celtic.com, a traveling and commerce portal focused on, the, on his native Ireland, as well as other Celtic regions of uh, Europe, such as Scotland and Wales. It was during this time period that Dermot started building his own portfolio of more than a 1,000 names. And over the last five years, Dermot has applied his marketing background to make a name for himself in the high-end real estate market in West Palm Beach, Florida, in the U.S. In 2006, Dermot sold more than $26 million worth of luxury condos and homes. Most recently, uh, Dermot was in London where he, he and I uh, first met, and we spent some time together, and I feel that his story would be interesting to you. So right after we return from this short break, we'll have uh, Dermot O'Brien on, and uh, please stay tuned to uh, webmasterradio.fm and the Domain Master Show uh, for uh, our upcoming uh, guest. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, what are you reading? Revenue Magazine. It keeps me up to date on everything in performance marketing. Yeah, I get all my information online. <laughs> I don't see a computer next to your boogie board there. Well, I've got a regular magazine here. <laughs> Revenue Magazine is the only hard copy magazine that covers affiliate marketing techniques, search technologies, online fraud prevention, and interactive advertising, branding, and marketing. My magazine's got pictures. Revenue Magazine has everything for online marketers, affiliates, merchants, agencies, and networks. And you can read previous issues, blogs, and more at RevenueToday.com. Wow, mine's got a centerfold. Revenue Magazine, the performance marketing standard. For more information, go to revenuetoday.com. 
Marketing payouts lacking green, leaving you seeing red? Get your business in the black with NeverBlueAds.com. Sign up with NeverBlueAds.com today and earn an additional $200 for the first $200 generated. Get ready to flash those pearly whites with unique campaigns, real-time stats, great personal service, and high payouts on time every month from NeverBlueAds.com. Results for advertisers, income for affiliates, everybody wins with a better marketing experience from NeverBlueAds.com. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. <laughs> Milnick Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtone. Hell, we got them all! Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to MILLNICmedia.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Bebop Byron here from Life Tips. Howdy. My name's Josie Wales. Ah. Well, you, I don't know if you've seen my Stetson. Yeah, they're making those these days. Shakes and business executives, Woods. So I say that's for special occasions. He's got the panache. Yeah, it means flamboyance. I think for people losing their hair like I am, it's a genetic thing with me. Yeah, you're a legend in your own mind. Cowboy hats are part of my heritage. What are you talking about? All my relatives on both sides of my family are from Texas. Well, we're not just going to let you walk out of here. Okay, let's get to it. Go ahead. Make my day. I wanted to just ask a little bit about your strategy. Smith, Wesson, and me. Run for the high hills. You can get lost out here. Go ahead. Make your day. Every Wednesday with Byron White and his trusty sidekick, Melanie, on Live Tips. Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere, even the wild, wild west. Blog, blog, blog. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're the talk of the town. WebmasterRadio.fm. Thanks for listening. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Now, back to Domain Masters. And you're still master of your domain. Yes! <laughs> master of my domain. Here's your host. Well, Dermot, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Victor. Well, Dermot, as I, uh, I don't know if you heard the lead-in, but uh, just a little bit about you. Um, Dermot, Dermot and I both met at the Main Focus Conference uh, last week in, in London and uh, has a, a very interesting story. So, Dermot, tell me a little bit about how you got started in domaining. Okay, well, um, about 10 years ago, I was uh, living up in New York City um, with my girlfriend who became my wife, and uh, I had left Ireland where I, you know, had grown up in Ireland and gone to university in Ireland. And um, I knew that I was going to be getting married to my wife, and I realized that I was actually really leaving Ireland for, the, for good now. And it's amazing when something like that happens to you, you begin to see everything a bit differently. And when I was in New York, I began to notice, like, shamrocks on barges in the, on the East River, or when we'd go and meet her 
father over in San Antonio, I see Irish names on the highways. And, you know, the more I looked at it, I began to realize what an amazing impact the Irish had in America. And the other thing I realized is how many of them there are. Um, you know, it, they think that approximately one in six people in America are of Irish descent. There's at least 40 million, and it could be more than that. So when I kind of thought about that, I began to think, and you see, the Internet was just really starting back then. Um, so it all sort of came together one night, um, which is kind of a funny story. I was actually fast asleep um, in our studio apartment on the Upper West Side, and I was flying over Ireland in a dream. and It was all black underneath me. And then all of a sudden I started seeing all these white lights blinking. And I woke up with a start, jumped out of bed, and I realized that what I had to do was go and register all the dot-coms and dot-nets of Ireland. Um, so the next morning I went down to the local Barnes & Noble bookstore, and I literally bought 10 different guidebooks to Ireland. And I kept doing that for many months, and I've literally, I've literally hundreds of books now about Ireland. And I'd go through each book, and then wherever I saw a word that I thought would be a good one, I'd immediately go to what was Network Solutions back then, or Internic, and I'd go and register the domain. So, you know, it was quite a lot of money, and it was very, very risky to do that. But I just, I became convinced that domain names would be the future. It just seemed so intuitive to me that everything eventually would be on the Internet. So well, I think that's I the first... I think that's the first time in my life I ever heard anyone actually start uh, buying domains because uh, it came to him in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, uh, what is so Dermot? What is your your vision at this point? Uh, what? Uh, tell me a little bit about your your uh, the buying strategy and where you see the your domain inventory going. Well, my strategy it's really the same as it was from the beginning. Um, I just had the idea that I would register the virtual map of Ireland. Um, so that would mean every town and village and every kind of famous tourist site. And then I kind of made that more virtual, and then I started registering Irishisms, like like the word IrishAmerican.com or you know BostonIrish.net. Or there are many many terms like SanPatricios.com. That would be the name of Irish people who were in San Antonio a long time ago. And, you know, I started looking all around the world and buying all these books and seeing the keywords that describe the Irish culture. Um, so I, I more or less bought most of the domains 10 years ago and have more or less kept them all since then. Um, so my kind of strategy, um, you know, I had a very popular uh, Internet portal called Celtic.com back in the late 1990s and the early 2000s. And what I did initially was I let everybody have a, an email address so, you know, say you were of Irish descent, Victor, you could be like victor at mylittleirishtown.com and I would have the name of the actual town. Uh, so at one stage I had over, I had close to 100,000 people who had those email addresses. And, you know, that made the site incredibly sticky and people would constantly be checking their email. So at one stage I had like 10,000 visitors a day. And, uh, of course, when I started then I had lots of competition suddenly from big Irish newspapers and a big Irish telephone company, and um, but I was able to get the same amount of traffic as they were getting, even though I only had two teenagers helping me do all the content in the basement of my house. Uh, these other companies had many, many staff and were throwing millions of pounds at it, uh, but I got the same traffic because I had the domain name, and people were intuitively typing in the domains and visiting my site, while these other companies were paying to get advertising to get people to visit their site. Um, now, then, is Celtic.com still up and running? 
yes, it is in, in the shape of, I have it at CelticStore.com, which is a, a store I've had. I kept that store running all these years. Um, unfortunately, back in 2003, I'm, I had a chance to sell the whole business to the Irish Telephone Company, but then the internet crash came and they lost interest and fired everybody. And that was sort of the web 1.0, the end of web 1.0. Um, but what I'm doing uh, more lately is um, I have uh, been monetizing the domains. Um, you know, most of them are monetized, and, you know, I get pay-per-click income, uh, you know, every month. And then I, I have uh, two sites that I've developed. One is called CelticStore.com, which is an e-commerce site. And then I have a second one that I'm developing called CelticMusic.com, which is focusing on uh, the place on the Internet where you could, would buy all the Celtic music out there. Um, my plan for the future is to... Um, it's really the same as from the beginning. I, I created a network for Ireland. So I'm going to monetize most of the domains in the way I'm doing currently, but then I'll develop some niche sites, and the advertisement for the niche site will appear on the network so that I'll be kind of have the network, and then I'll start providing the commerce for the network. Um, and then I, over the years, you know, I've sold some, quite a few of the domains, and that's, you know, helped me pay the bills every month and keep the business running. Um, but it's really only in the last year or two that it's really sort of taken off again, and the value of domain suddenly has got very high again. How large is your uh, inventory now, Dermot? I, I have uh, 1,300 domains in total now. Okay. Excellent. Now, tell me a little bit about your uh, your selling experience with uh, domains. Sure. Well, um, I went to a very good business school in, in Chicago called the Kellogg Business School, and I got a very good academic education, but I think the best education I got is in learning how to sell both domain names and real estate over the past five years. I, I mean, I have some classic domainer uh, horror stories. Um, for example, um, LuckyCharms.com was my domain, and General Mills, um, you know, took legal action against me uh, about eight years ago. And you know, I just got in some legal help and sent a letter back explaining to them that Lucky Charms had been around for centuries, way before cereal even existed. So <laughs> they backed off. But then it's only about two years ago that um, I think I was possibly the victim of I think what's called stealth acquisition, where um, uh, another company approached me and offered me I think it was twenty thousand dollars for LuckyCharms.com, and I actually was recovering from some surgery and wasn't feeling too good at the time, and decided, okay, I'll just let it go. And um, I asked them if they had any connection with General Mills, and they said, of course not. But then a month later, um, you know, it's on the TV every day now. You just Lucky Charms is the domain for for the cereal. So I learned some good lessons from that. The same has happened with another domain um, and a few other ones. But I have actually got some other stories where. I would think over the last 10 years, I must have sold, oh, at least 100 domains, maybe 150 domains, and, you know, anywhere from $500 to maybe $25,000. Um, I'd have sold, I don't know, maybe 50, 50 that were maybe between $2,500 and $10,000. So, like, some some that I'm sort of proud of, um, well, like... Um, you know, if you're in, if you go to Ireland, there's one called Enterprise Ireland, which is the the website for the National Trade Association of Ireland, run by the government. If you mm -hmm. you know, if you ever go to the tourism in Ireland, you go to discoverireland.com, which was my domain. Um, another one I had was Celticwoman.com, which is now a big um, Celtic music group that's very popular in America. I sold that one a few years back. 
Um, then some other ones, like I sold one called Sertia.com, which is a Gaelic term for freedom, and I sold it to a biotech company up in Boston. And that company has been very successful, and I'm happy to see that name there. Um, and other ones would be like AaronIslands.com, which would be beautiful islands off the west coast of Ireland. I sold that a, a year or two back, and there's a beautiful website there, uh, you know, doing tourism for that island. Um, so they'd be just a few. I mean, I've sold quite a few, but um, um, those would be some of the more memorable ones for me. Now, just in, in parallel to your uh, your experiences with uh, selling of domain names and monetizing and uh, and building websites with domain names, can you tell me a little bit about the uh, the other hat that you wear, which is in the the real estate market? How long have you been doing that? Sure. Well, I've been in real estate here in the uh, you know West Palm Beach area, actually Singer Island for the past um, five or six years. And um, I've worked with a, uh, a, a developer on Singer Island and was very successful selling, uh, you know, high-end condominiums on the ocean. And um, I, not only did I do the sales, but I was helping him with the marketing of his building and positioning the building to compete with other uh, buildings on the island. And so I was very successful at that, and I sold, you know, about 25 condominiums, like in the million to $2 million range. Um, but, of course, the market has changed pretty dramatically um, but for the last nine months, I've been selling on my own. And again, I've, I've been very successful in a very difficult market, um, selling the high end. Uh, I've kind of learned, um, I've learned many things from real estate. Um, selling is really what it's all about, I think. And um, I've kind of learned with high end buyers, and I think this will apply to domain names since they're getting so valuable now, that the high end real estate buyer is very into details and he wants he or she wants all the information about the project and all the issues related to it. And I learned um, that if you could put all that down in one or two pages, answer every question they could come up, come up with and email it to them, um, I found when the market was good here that you could email that document on a Friday and then you know the lead would just come in on a Thursday night. And uh, on mm -hmm. the Monday morning, you'd speak to them and they'd take a reservation just like that because you'd answered all the questions. And um, um, and the same with real estate, you know, it's all about being professional and being a business person. And, you know, I find, which is a great thing, my Irish accent in America, people love my Irish accent. And I think really what that is, people want to deal with people who are kind of themselves and are natural. And I think you can apply that to selling domain names or anything, really, to be yourself and be natural, but be very professional and very diligent. And then the other thing about real estate is if, if you are successful, it brings many more listings. Um, so it's kind of a virtual cycle. Um, well, I know that uh, you know many times you'll hear you'll hear Moniker and, and others in the industry uh, refer to uh, domain names as, as virtual real estate. With someone that has actually got a, a foot in, into both the uh, uh, you know the real world real estate and the virtual real estate, what do you see the the similarities and and in fact the differences between the two? Well, that's a very interesting question. Um, I would see many of both. Um, well, one that stands out immediately would be in uh, commercial real estate. You know, there's the cap rate, and the cap rate really determines the value of the property. Uh, the lower the cap rate, the higher the value from the seller's perspective. Um, in domain names, um, you know, for example, the Overture score or the Google PageRank or the Alexa score or the actual number of visitors to the domain they determine the value from a pure monetization perspective. Um, however, um, those 
that doesn't really cover the value of the brandability or other values inherent in the domain. So uh, I think the cap rate is an interesting similarity. Another one I, I like um, is in real estate, you know, residential real estate, water from property is sort of the best. Um, and, you know, you can swim in the ocean every day. The temperature is cooler in, in Florida in the summer if you're on the ocean. You know, there's a whole host of things. You can have a boat, you know, you can have a, a boating lifestyle, and it's all based on being on the water. Um, so that's the best residential. In real estate, I think there is an equivalent. Um, and I think that is that the domains that have... Uh, um, uh, generic generic terms that describe an industry or a product category or or a geography or even the culture um, that those are the the really sort of killer domains and um, in my opinion um, I have this kind of little theory that um, I think really good domain names they're they're, they're kind of like beehives and um, you know thousands of bees which are really internet surfers are intuitively milling around the hive which is the really good generic domain names. And when the generic domain name is developed, then even more bees, more web surfers will mill around the hive, and then the original bees will continue buzzing around. And this is called stickiness on the Internet. But then the other thing is that it's the honey that the bees want and are putting into the hive. And I think that's the same as the generic content that surfers expect to find when they visit a kind of generic domain name. And the interesting thing about these web 2.0 sites they're really capitalizing on the idea that the surfers or the bees will actually generate content. They'll bring honey to the hive or the site for free. Um, so those, those would be another comparison. Uh, another one, uh, the MLS system in real estate, um, you know, that's kind of a controlled marketplace, you know, where you can see, you know, what similar properties sold for, and then you can actually calculate, you know, a price per square foot. Um, uh, and say you can determine if you've got four bedrooms and your neighbor's house has only got three, then you can actually work out a dollar value for the difference, like your extra bedroom will be worth X number of dollars. Um, I would think the in the domains, I think this year there's several companies now that are actively trying to create an equivalent of an MLS system um, where everything is kind of transparent, but I think it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out on the in the domain space, because the only thing with the internet is that you can very quickly be uh, what's called disintermediated if you know that where somebody can come up with a better idea than you and all of a sudden mm -hmm. your MLS system mightn't be the, the winner um, you think uh, well I think reputation and professionalism is critical in in real estate uh, the reputation of the company you work for and um, that you, you demonstrate that you know if you demonstrate you have a track record for selling you get more business you know, being uh, personable and business-like, it gives you a good reputation with the customers in real estate and also with the other realtors, which is very important so that you get on well with the other realtors. Um, I would think your business moniker would have an excellent reputation and a very strong track record selling high-end domain names. Um, and you would have probably, I would say your company is the pioneer of the live auction approach. Mm -hmm. So I, I think there's an interesting thing going on when you ask that question, because in in real estate, I think the internet is is showing a lot of people, consumers around America are getting a bit tired of the the push to all the selling for real estate, and they prefer to go on the internet and look at all the listings themselves. And there's a few interesting startups, uh, like one called Redkin, and there's another one, Domania, which are for for residential real estate. Ironically, with the domain names, you see, I think. I think the domain names really could do with the live auction and with the personal approach 
rather than just using the internet to sell domains where it's kind of passive and it's a silent auction, I think the idea of actually having real people who have real knowledge and who can really present the domain, I think it's that model that would actually bring more value to domains and it's actually the internet model that's going to help real estate. Um, I, I agree with you like totally. Yeah. Mm. So, so Dermot, tell me um, if you had uh, three three pieces of advice that you would give uh, other domain professionals based upon your experiences. Um, what would you summarize those three uh, pieces of advice to be? Okay. Well, I would say um, I learned this the hard way because I had all these domains, and I remember when I started out that I wasn't that great at selling them, and I wasn't that sort of flexible with the people who contact me. But I learned over time, and especially from real estate, that you must you must see everything from the buyer's perspective. Um, so when, whenever I get an inquiry, I get inquiries all the time for these domains, I immediately respond and I say, uh, what, what is your interest in this domain? And I just do a very simple qualification um, to find out what their interest is. And then once you find out their interest, it's very easy to kind of work out a kind of ballpark figure of where they're coming from, whether they're a big company or a small individual looking for a blog site. Um, so... That would be just very basic salesmanship, you know, find, write out the benefits of your particular domain and even have it ready so that if anybody ever inquires about it, just send them off that email. Um, another one would be, um, I would always be confident and be very professional and very, very businesslike. And, you know, it's all about relationship selling. And if you can answer all their questions and, you know, work with them, and be nice about it, that I find that that, that brings goodwill. Um, and then the last one I would say, definitely to be persistent, um, never give up, and learn from your mistakes. Uh, because, you know, 10 years ago, it was very exciting when I had all these domains and I had all this incredible traffic, and um, all of a sudden the whole thing crashed. And, you know, then I had several years that were very difficult where I, I questioned buying these domains and renewing them every year and you know but all along I, I had a kind of vision I always knew this was the right thing and it's really in the last few years that it's turned around again and, and now it's kind of becoming I don't know if it's the mature market yet but you're really beginning to see the value inherent in these domain names um, so that would be it to just never give up and always try and be confident and be and enjoy what you do. It's very important to enjoy what you do because it reflects when you speak to people. People can feel your energy when you're speaking to them. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, it, it just rubs off and people like that. People want to be brought up by you. Dermot, that's an excellent piece of advice and some great suggestions and, and recommendations for people and uh, uh, fascinating story. So it's, it's great to... Uh, um, great to hear someone that's got uh, their their foot in both sides of uh, both the you know, real estate and, and virtual real estate that has uh, literally um, had a dream come true and has uh, has worked the uh, the domain uh, industry from so many different uh, vantage points. So I think that gives you a unique perspective uh, in the industry. And uh, appreciate you uh, taking the time to uh, be on a Domain Masters uh, radio show. Great. Right. Thank you for interviewing me. I really appreciate it. Well, folks, uh, we're going to go ahead and close the show at this time. Again, you've uh, listened to uh, Dermot O'Brien um, and, and heard his story. Um, and my name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your guest host for Demi Masters this week. Monty Khan, your regular host, will be sitting back in at his uh, normal spot next week. So please do stay tuned to next week at uh, Demi Masters at his regular time slot every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Thank you again, Dermot, and thanks, everyone, for listening in.
how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.